Apex friends and neighbors, welcome to the Peak City Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Reese, and if you're joining us from outside of Apex, we're glad to have you as well. Come visit us. New and original music right there from Peak City Sound. Check them out at peakcitysound.com. We're proud to have the support of the Apex Downtown Business Association. Learn more at apexdowntown.com. And today I'm joined by Wayne Alcady, owner and chef of the Provincial and Downtown Apex. Wayne, thanks for coming by. Thank you, Shane. Thanks for having us. Did you find the studio all right, uh, all of uh, three buildings down? That's right. We see you every day. It was easy. <laughs> Let's first talk about what kind of cuisine you offer at the Provincial, uh, and what's your overall philosophy? I know that you have uh, just two simple words, other than the name of your restaurant, on the window. It just says fresh, simple. What's that mean? Well, that's kind of our driving philosophy, is we try to find the freshest, best ingredients and not mess them up, meaning keeping the preparation simple and let the ingredients speak for themselves. Basically, we get a lot of local great ingredients and we just try to do right by that ingredient. Uh, in a few minutes, we'll ask you about a tip or trick maybe that we can uh, improve our own home cooking. Let's first learn a little bit about you. What was it that got you interested in being a chef? Was it family tradition? Was it by chance? Um, I guess it was family that drew me in. We're a food family, um, not by profession, but uh, we, you know, we grew up in it with a big garden and a big family and uh, a lot of ethnic blending in of our family. So there were a lot of influences from the outside, different uh, cuisines and, and such. But really it was the garden and the seasons and the hunting in, in New Jersey where my uncles would go out and hunt and my mom would be in charge of preparing whatever they caught. And, you know, we grew a, a big garden every year in the back and, and that drove what we ate pretty much. And, and, and I think that you know, translated to me and, and I found dishwasher jobs in New Jersey at nice restaurants and worked my way up from there and went to school eventually. And then eventually went out to California where agriculture is, is number one and it, and it was the driver and it, it really just reinforced, I think, what I knew from growing up that, you know, what, what, what grew that day was the best thing to eat that day. And um, that was, that was a big part. I was in California for eight or nine years and, um, that was that was a great thing for me because you know the farmers and the agriculture and and the wine growers out there it's it's everything so that was the base after after home to really learn our craft and that's kind of what we try to bring here you know we moved around a lot my family and I as far as you know my wife Christina and and kids uh, that's the way this business is and I'm I'm glad to have moved around because we experienced a lot of different beautiful places and finding Apex was was um lucky it was you know we're fortunate to have found it and and the restaurant is doing well for being new and for us not being from the area so you know we took a leap of faith and came here um and a lot of that was based on you know research we did that's when the money magazine uh, article was coming out and and you know we have kids in school so family life is number one for us um, we work hard but you know we work hard for a reason and uh Apex has been beyond supportive and we have the best clientele I, I've ever come across from California to Florida to Birmingham to every place in between Las Vegas. Um, they're so supportive and we feel uh, like we landed in the right spot. So we're just working hard, uh, trying not to screw things up, basically. <laughs> First off, you're being pretty humble when you talk about your background. You graduated from the Culinary Institute in New York. And you have extensive experience from coast to coast in, in uh, award-winning restaurants. Um, we'll get back to that in a moment. I'm, I'm glad you, uh, 
you jumped ahead in terms of the kind of questions I was going to ask you. This episode is the first in a series we'll produce here and there over the next few seasons where we'll focus on mom and pop shops of Apex. We often think that the mom and pop business is a thing of the past, but that's just, uh, they're all over. In fact, they're right here up and down this street, right here on Salem Street. Uh, so my question to you is, and I was going to ask you this a little bit, and your wife, Christina, is right here next to you. What's it like being coworkers with your spouse, You know, having a family business? Did you guys click professionally from the get-go? Did you have to iron out some differences? Do you, do you guys, are you so alike that you just know what you're doing or is it opposites attract and you guys just complement each other? How's, how's that work? The mom and pop business. I mean, it's 2018 and, and you guys are thriving. You know, I think that's the best part about what we've done here. I, I've worked in corporate settings and um, privately owned restaurants and, and we, we truly are a mom and pop shop because Christina and I are in there every day. And even when she's not there, she's at home doing the books and, and doing the things that it takes behind the scenes. But um, really, it's her putting up with me because that is not an easy thing. You can ask anybody that works with me that um, she, <laughs> she is the one that keeps the peace in there because it is a tough business. And, um, you know, I am set in my ways and, and I've been doing it for a long time. And she's a newcomer to the business, but is the most integral part of the business. If if one person were to go away, me or her, the, the business would suffer more if she went away than if I went away. Well, do you mind? Can we meet Christina really fast? I would love it. Christina Alcady, the co-owner uh, and wife of Chef Wayne Alcady. You're from Czech Republic. Yes, that's right. And well, first off, do you agree with Wayne's assessment of how you guys work together? Mm. That you guys complement one another? Yes, I believe we do. Yeah. yeah. And how'd you guys meet? Uh, we met in North Carolina on uh, Lake Taxaway. Uh, we were both at that time living in South Florida, but we came for a summer to North Carolina. We met through the friends. That is awesome. And so you are not only the manager of how the business operates, but you also provide the menu for the desserts. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. And where do you get that background? No, I think it's mostly Wayne. I was not a good cook or baker or anything like that. We just started at home with the kids, baking things, cookies, cakes, and birthday cakes. And yeah, but it was mainly Wayne. Yeah. And what yeah. do you think about the mom and pop shop in 2018? I mean, I see you guys. I mean, once again, you guys are the business owners of the provincial. And so we see you in that capacity. But I have the privilege of seeing you guys walk around. I mean, you've got your, your three kids with you. And, you know, you were just dropping off kids at the bus this morning. What's it like? mom and pop shop i think it's good because we can spend more time together we always work hard in every restaurant or every place he worked and we never really got to see each other that much so yeah that's awesome yeah. that's awesome back to you wayne if you don't mind tell us a little bit more about the restaurant itself you bring your experience to every dish tell us specifically what north carolina has to offer in terms of cuisine you know, that, that was the hardest part when we first got here is it was kind of a crash course in what we could get here. Um, luckily, you know, seafood is a couple hours away. So so we use local seafood a lot as a company out of Raleigh, and they only deal with North Carolina caught fish. And a lot of the fish is underappreciated fish, things that are more sustainable, um, things you don't see every day on menus. And we like that. Um, but, but mostly what we like about it is that it is super fresh, that the fisherman catches it, they pick it up and they deliver it to us twice a week. So, so for us, that was, that was the big thing for me because I do like to concentrate on fish. Um, I think it's, you know, not many people get fresh fish and, um, we, we buy ours whole and we break it down as we need it. So it, it remains fresh longer. 
Besides that, you know, local farmers, local producers, we use Pate Dawson as our main distributor. And they, are, uh, they have a great uh, network of local producers, you know, Ran Lou Dairy and grass-fed beef from Raleigh and things like that. So when, once we connected with those two people, that was a big uh, worry off of our plate. We knew we can get certain things anytime we wanted it. And then it's just been about finding small local people, you know, closer to Apex. There's a man that opened a hydroponic farm and he grows arugula and things and we buy from him and he's right here in Apex. So, you know, we, we concentrate on, on trying to keep it as local and fresh as possible because um, that's really what we do and that's what we like to do. And you can taste the difference in, in fresh produce and fresh fish when you when you get it. When it comes to North Carolina fish, is that something that you personally enjoy that you already knew that you were good at? Was it a combination of those things or was it what suited the business at the time? You know, we, we weren't really sure about the business part. You know, like I said, we moved here on a leap of faith. We I flew up one day and, and looked at the restaurant. I felt like it had great bones. There had been some great infrastructure changes to the, to an old building that I, that we wouldn't have to deal with. So that was a big plus. But as far as what we were going to do once we opened, that was the big question. And and during construction, people would constantly be asking us because we were doing the construction ourselves. Um, and I couldn't really answer, honestly. I didn't, you know, they would ask what style and these, these things. And I and I didn't want to, first of all, be pigeonholed into one type of cuisine or, or saying one thing and then being locked into it. But I just like to say, you know, we're seasonal and we're fresh. So that's really was the driver. You know, we, we, we set out to open a neighborhood restaurant. Um, nothing fancy, nothing pretentious, just honest hospitality with good value. And I think that's where we've landed and that's where we work hard every day to keep prices where we think they should be, where people can come and visit us more than, you know, once every six months. And, and we've been lucky to find a good following and have people that like what we do. And we see people, you know, once a week, twice a week, and, and more often sometimes. And, and that's gratifying and that, that, that justifies what we do. How's downtown Apex? Downtown Apex is fantastic. I mean, I really, we live uh, in Apex five minutes away and I love my ride to work. I love the <laughs> walk from the parking lot to the, my back door. It's hard work and it's long hours, but really um, when I walk out the front door and I, and it's, it really is, you know, we were, we are so fortunate to have landed here for many reasons. And, and it's just, uh, I haven't felt at home in a place in a long time. I left uh, home, you know, maybe 30, 30 plus years ago. And, and when we drive to work now, I feel like, well, this is this is our home. So for me, it's it's a win-win. Do you think that's in part because there's people from all over the place? I think that's part of it. You know, part of it is there's a history here, uh, which I like. I, yeah, I like right. the old buildings. I, I like the fact that it is a place and it's not um, brand new stores popping up all over the place. And, and that's a big part of it for me because, you know, I've lived in Las Vegas and I've lived in, in Florida and places where you have to really look to find the history, but here you see it mixed in with new things and improvements and, and things like that. I think the city's done a great job and, and, uh, I think they'll continue to do that. And that, that just benefits everybody, but we, we love being in the downtown area. And there's a lot of things that have sprung up even in the two years that we've been here, um, but we we really like where, we, where we're at. You talked earlier about local sourcing, and about a year ago, uh, I actually got a chance to sit down with Mike Markham of Big Mike's Brew and Q on this podcast, and the provincial came up in the conversation. He went on and on about how much he loves your restaurant, uh, and also talked a good bit about how you guys collaborate to secure those locally sourced products, uh, especially when it comes to the pork, I believe. Talk a little bit about that. 
Yeah. Um, you know, pork is, is big in, in North Carolina with all the large farms producing pork for, you know, the rest of the country, really. And But there are small producers as well. We, we like Lady Edison. It's a co-op out of North Carolina and South Carolina. It's actually right on the border it's near Charlotte. Um, Mike Markham uses a, uh, their product too, and it's just it's just a better product. It's you know pasture raised and humane, and you can taste it and look at it when you're when you're cutting up the meat before you even cook it. it it's it's the way pork should have been all the whole time. So the fat has not been bred out of it, and that way when you cook it, the flavor is still there. And and Mike has been a great supporter of ours and you know it's great to see him walk in because he always brings his kids and you know candace every once in a while too but uh he enjoys i think sitting down with the kids and getting some vegetables which he doesn't get to you know to deal <laughs> with much at the barbecue place but we you know i i've picked his brain about you know the local area and stuff so he's been a great help and a, and a great supporter and it's just a coincidence that uh just this past weekend, I ran into him as we uh, crossed paths. He was bringing one of his kids in for a youth basketball game, and I was bringing my my kid was just wrapping up, so I got a chance to run into him. So it goes right back to that uh, that neighborhood feel that you talk about. All right, so Valentine's Day is coming up. The provincial is no doubt going to be slammed like it was last year, and so get your reservations in very soon, folks. Uh, Wayne, do you have a phone number for people to call and make reservations? Christina does. I don't even know the phone number. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 919-372-5921. Give that to us one more time. 919-372-5921. Okay, so thank you, Christina. Let's say uh, you're all booked up. For some reason, I didn't listen to uh, Christina on the podcast and go ahead and call in my reservation now. So I missed my chance, but I'll come back to the provincial maybe a week later. So I'm cooking a romantic dinner at home. Or maybe I just want a, a quick tip, Wayne, uh, to improve my cooking. I'm a layman cook at home. Uh, I'm, I'm maybe one level above burning toast, but not much farther. Uh, what's something from a professional chef that I could learn in the kitchen? Um, I think, you know, the, the biggest thing at home is preparation and taking the stressful part out of it, especially if it's a Valentine's dinner that you're trying to make special for somebody. So I think braising or slow cooking something is a great way to go, like, I would do something like a short rib and I would cook it the day ahead. Um, so that way the day before Valentine's day, you do all the hard work and you cook it really slowly and then it, it sits in the fridge and in that one day period, it, the flavor intensifies and it's better. Not, not to mention that the day of you, you, all you have to do is really reheat it and plate it. So it takes the stress away from the actual day of, um, you know, you trying to put it onto the plate and makes the whole experience better for everybody. That's a great piece of advice. Let me ask you another piece of advice, Wayne. You've been in the business for a long time. You clearly not only have the experience and expertise, but you're successful. You have a great restaurant. I, I try to be as unbiased as I can on this podcast, but the food's incredible. Uh, do you have any advice for the future chefs? So I know that uh, Apex High School, maybe Apex Friendship as well, but I know that Apex High School has a culinary program. Do you have any tips for those young folks out there who are thinking about getting into the business? What kind of guidance would you give them? Um, well, first of all, we're lucky to have several Wake Tech students working in our kitchen, and they've been a huge help for us, you know, allowing us to get out of the building. You know, we, we have two girls that, that work with us, uh, Kristen Russell and Amber. And Amber has recently started, but Kristen's been with us for about six, seven months, and they're serious about what they do and the program at wake tech we, we've had several of the instructor chefs in and they've been really supportive of us as well so 
thanks to them. But, you know, my advice is to only get into it if you really want to work hard. Um, it's easy to watch TV and see all the cooking shows and think that it's a glamorous profession. And it is for certain people, um, but not not until you've worked a long time and worked hard at it. But if you're coming into the business uh, thinking that it's going to be easy and, you know, there's going to be immediate gratification and uh, things like that, that's really not the way it works. It, it's a passion business. So if you don't have a passion for it, then I would just recommend that you don't get into it at all um, because it is hard work. Let's switch gears and talk a little bit about 2018. You'll be open two years in March. What's coming in spring? What's coming in summer? Do you have any long-term vision? And then after you get done talking about that, do you want to tell us a little bit about your upstairs? Yeah, that's where I was going to go with this because, you know, the, the dishes part, you know, we're seasonal. So I start to look for strawberries pretty soon and asparagus and it's been cold and not, you know, the weather's been tough at the coast. So fish has been difficult to get. So I look forward to the weather. I mean, I, I like the weather the way it is right now. I like the cold. I like the seasons, and, and that allows us to cook some heartier dishes. But I do look forward to spring and, and all the vegetables that that brings. We're just looking forward to 2018. You know, the, the first couple of years are always hard, but we're doing well. And, and, you know, now for us, we've recently opened upstairs, which, you know, it's a year and a half for us to get that open. And it's allowed us to have a party room, really. Um, we can now cater parties for up to... 40 people and it's totally self-contained and someone can come to us and you know they don't need to seek a caterer or seek a private room we, we have all those things and it's allowed us to first of all you know take overflow from downstairs with you know the weather being bad we don't have outdoor seating so it's allowed us to round out what we can do and and you know 2018 we feel like we know the market better so so we're ready to start you know marketing ourselves which we haven't done yet We've tried to do slow growth plan. You know, we, we were, we're new and we're here for the long haul. So we weren't ever worried about, you know, filling the place right away. We wanted to do it the right way. Um, we have a really strong staff now with great service. Uh, I don't worry at all about when people walk in that they're going to get gracious hospitality. And that was our number one goal is that people feel welcome when they walk in the door. And, and thankfully, we have a great staff that stayed with us now for a long time. And and um, I think they're they're happy to be there too. So for for us, 2018 is about really finding our our niche in the area and and being consistent and and getting better at what we do. Speaking of promotion, how can people find out more about the provincial? <laughs> we're working on that part. You know, we have a website. We don't update it all that much um, because we're not that tech savvy. So it's there for people to reach out to us. We have a separate email for parties if someone's interested in the private party upstairs. Um, Christina can tell you the, the email address for that. But yeah, our, our website and our phone number, we, we always answer the phone. So you could always find us that way. So our website is theprovincialapex.com and the email um, is theprovincialevents at gmail.com. Fantastic. Uh, so once again, book your reservations now. This is your uh, your final warning for Valentine's Day, 919-372-5921. He's Wayne Alcady and his business partner and wife, Christina Alcady, owners and chef at the Provincial and Downtown Apex. Thanks so much for coming by today. Thank you, Shane. We appreciate it. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, guys. This is the Peak City Podcast. I'm Shane Reese. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Peak City Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Overcast, Last FM, and if we've missed your favorite podcast player, let us know on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks for listening. Stop by the Provincial, and we'll see you around town.
Ik heb het